In this episode, we're going to talk about the foodie appellation and why I hate it. And I am going to talk about my experience brewing Kopi Luwak. Hello and welcome to the Bantaman. We are Naveen and Rishi, just two guys talking about things that interest us, mostly to amuse one another and occasionally to learn something. We'll do this in conversation with each other and maybe some friends. These will be freewheeling conversations about things that interest and fascinate us. Each of us draws on our hobbies and interests and the other takes more of a curious person role. We take turns being Socrates and Plato if you want to be highfalutin about it. All right, so welcome back, uh, listeners. This is another short episode that we're doing today with only one segment, and that segment is going to be Naveen. So, Naveen, what do you want to talk about today? Ah, this is a pet peeve I'm going to talk about today. So, <laughs> a lot of people on my uh, social media, as well as to my face, they think they're doing me a great honor when they call me a foodie. <laughs> um, but I, I absolutely hate it. And uh, today we'll talk about... Uh, why i hate it all right i right. mean you sh- you do realize it's a badge of honor for most people right <laughs> yeah i we will talk more about that all though. right okay let's right. get into it great so uh, let's let's start by uh, like defining what a foodie means right mm-hmm. um and here again this is it is a very loose term like most terms used on social media um it doesn't have like a very precise meaning yeah um and uh, it is a pop culture term as well which means that it's got a very fluid meaning so uh, what to me when you say somebody is a foodie uh, there are a few things that stand out and i'll just like uh, talk about them mm-hmm. uh, an overall description would be uh, it's somebody who's uh, more than a glutton but less than a gourmet okay if that kind of makes sense all right right and uh, there are three things that i think uh, a foodie is uh the first thing and uh, this is possibly the most irritating thing is that a foodie thinks they know more about food than anyone else okay. and is always letting them know um whether you're eating with them in a restaurant or whether you're looking at their uh, social media feed you'll find them pontificating about how this is better than that or how this thing was is from this place or whatever right like some level of knowledge that they want to display regarding the food that they're eating and a lot of it is more opinion than uh, fact but right. yeah i mean that's part of the whole foodie persona per me that is right um the second thing is that this supposed knowledge of food um trumps a whole bunch of knowledge about other things and very often they're like quite dismissive about it so uh, very simply when uh, you're talking to a foodie and they're going on about kopi luwak and they're like uh, like kopi luwak and like yeah yeah, yeah civet coffee and then you say oh you mean this and you like talk about the civet and do you know that it's like uh, they put them in cages and it's cruel to them they like wave that information aside right, uh, right because it doesn't matter to them and it is not within their range of knowledge so they know about food more than about things surrounding it right you you're killing me man uh, i'm probably the one guy you know in real life that has put up a copy luwak post on his instagram <laughs> <laughs> all 
right? <laughs> well, I would not uh, put you into this definition. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> and of course, the third thing is uh, they will eat anything. Um, they don't have to be hungry. They don't have to be in any particular. I mean, they would have had just had a huge meal and they come across something else and they would just like say, oh, you know what? I'm going to eat that. Mm. So that's kind of a very foodie thing to do. Now, a lot of people, uh, they call me a foodie. And uh, when when that label is applied along with it there's a whole bunch of expectations and right. these are things that i'm really clearly uncomfortable with right so that's the definition of a foodie from my perspective right right um, there's there's another uh, uh, really irritating thing that goes with these three things that you said make up a foodie though it's um, condescension um, you know i mean you you talked about how they think they know more about food than uh, anybody else really but um, i remember being quite irritated we'd we'd gone out for dinner i think with some people that we didn't know really well and one of them was supposed to be fo- a foodie and the bloke just you know starts ordering stuff for the table as if we appointed him president of the table or something and uh, yeah <laughs> that's just, yeah. yeah that's terrible that's that's absolutely terrible um yeah maybe i should add that on to my uh, <laughs> uh they're quite condescending aren't they yeah uh, super so uh we'll with that we'll uh, take a short break and uh, when we come back i'll tell you about how i self describe when it comes to food okay So Naveen besides the condescension I'd submit there's one more thing that uh, uh, goes with the foodie appellation I mean we live in the age of social media um and you know it's the I don't know what to call it let's just call it the food instagram problem right so um you you can't walk into a restaurant these days without seeing these so called self described foodies whipping out a phone and photographing everything before they eat it at times letting it go cold or letting ice cream melt or whatever just to yeah. get the perfect shot <laughs> that really <laughs> sticks in my craw uh, i mean i i admit i've i've done it too right i mean i don't want to um, be holier than thou uh, i have done it too you you come across a uh, plate of food that you really like and you of course want to memorialize it you know get a photograph of it um but it's that fine balance between memorializing it taking a quick discreet photograph and just making a big event out of it you know making the food pose i don't know what do you think is is that also is that foodie or is that just social media <laughs> i think it crosses the foodie line there it reaches the social media thing this is pretty much the same people who will take i don't know pictures of everything that they do yeah so yeah. uh yeah with people who self described foodies obviously do the whole thing like you said they would just probably let the food grow cold and then ask for it to be reheated or something like that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah i mean uh, it's definitely part of it but i wouldn't uh, i wouldn't put it into the core description because i think it All goes right. beyond that All uh, right. but yeah i mean uh, taking way too much time with your food photographs unless you are a food photographer that's a different thing altogether true but True. then you'll be ordering food for just to be photographed not to eat it afterwards so. yeah and and sort of hand in hand with that you know the the last thing is um, you you can't live in hyderabad 
be on facebook and not hear of hyderabad foodies so uh, I, i suppose for me that the last qualifier to the term foodie would be uh, there are actually people that uh, you know um describe themselves as foodies who then also spread the word about new restaurants and what not and uh, there's you know uh, there's a there's a really powerful dynamic there where uh, they the foodies get invited to restaurant previews and you know um, sampling menus degustation menus where they will then uh, you know post about it on social media and garner interest for the restaurateur I would again this is that uh, shady area between a foodie and the social media thing mm. um and uh, I would put that down more to the social media thing and the network effect than to actual the foodie part okay it's just that these guys has, have chosen to do it with food right there are fair point people fair, would yeah. do it with other things these these guys are doing it with food so uh, I wouldn't still bring it into the core definition yeah but okay. uh, those are yeah those are not things I necessarily uh, go anywhere near okay right okay so so all right so navin here we are we've uh, defined foodie i think or certainly we we've, we've arrived at your definition of a foodie uh, so how about we take a short break and then when we come back you can tell us why that irritates you so that'll be great let's take a break now All right so we're back Naveen um tell us you you've defined what a foodie is so now what what about it irritates you so All right so i'm going to start off with uh, kind of talking a little bit about my relationship uh, to food mm-hmm. I, i know it sounds very weird but uh, when you are talking about foodie and that whole thing i think this needs to be defined a little bit as well right um i like food i know there are people who don't care particularly much about it i like food i okay. go i seek out food that i find tasty right but here's the other thing i also like knowing about things around me mm. right so which means that if i eat something very interesting or something that's different from what i normally eat i go read up about it um, and i don't read up only about the food i normally end up reading out about the history around it or about the history of the people who make it mm-hmm. um so it's not my knowledge seeking is not centered around the food it's more broad based it's more generic right right another thing i like doing is talking to people right even strangers mm. so which men means that when i go and eat something new i'll probably end up talking to the person who served me about it or the guy who runs the restaurant yeah right so what happens is the acquisition of knowledge there is more broad based and it is not centered around the food the food there is just a context mm. it's pretty much like if you have i don't know what to uh, say as an analogy to this maybe if you have a really nice auto ride you end up making friends with the auto man <laughs> right it's it's basically both are same to me right and it's not the food that makes a difference between the two right the other thing is that i'm fairly tolerant of not just a wide variety of foods but also a wide quality of food mm. like feed me any pani puri for example it can be like the worst pani puri you've ever eaten i would still not mind it because right. you know what i like that taste so it's fine i'm willing to live with a little imperfection so which means that uh, i end up eating 
food in a lot more places than you know your regular person who is slightly more discerning than i am right right so which brings me to the other point is i don't think i have a refined palate i have a palate <laughs> i can i can differentiate between tastes and i can kind of say what tastes like what else right but that's about it i mean there is no more refinement so which means that i never even move towards the whole gourmet experience thing right, right? so right it's just not that my reaction to any food is uh, equal parts uh, head and heart okay right? like uh, sometimes yeah i mean i know that this is healthy or i know this is this particular type of food so i want to eat it and sometimes i'm eating something just because i like it a lot mm-hmm. um and of course uh, memories and nostalgia play a huge part in my uh, experience of food so if you've read uh, any of my uh, food writing you would uh, know all of this all my food writing about food has a huge dose of nostalgia or yeah. what happened yeah. in the past attached to it so which means i don't consider i consider my uh, food writing more as nostalgia writing that fe- that happens to include food than mm. food centered writing that is nostalgic right and uh, this particular thing i think uh, is what really uh, makes me reject the foodie appellation is that uh, if you come to me and say any food right Mm. it could be biryani it could be those are two of my favorite foods and you can if you tell me you know what you can't eat biryani for the rest of your life right or if you tell me no more dosas for you forever i wouldn't particularly be bothered <laughs> it it wouldn't bother me at all and for me that seems to be like the strongest uh, uh rejection of mm. uh, being called a foodie right so that this this is kind of my uh, self description of um with me my relationship to food right right so interesting so so um, you know when when you talked initially about your uh, disdain i suppose for the term foodie uh, let's let's delve a little deeper into that are you saying you don't want to be called a foodie or you in general think the term should not be used Oh fantastic. I uh that's that's really good that you brought that up because uh I think we kind of got the wires crossed there. Um there are two parts to this as well. Mm. I definitely do not want to be called a foodie. Okay. Um we'll come to the reasons after I talk about the other point. Now should there be a word or should there be this catch all thing called foodie? Mm. Uh I think it it performs a particular task, right? And uh, if someone self describes uh, as a foodie um that's perfectly all right as right. long as you know as long as they're willing to live with the um expectations that go with the label <laughs> right right um and again when people call somebody else a foodie uh there are some aspects that they they then expect you to do certain things they would like expect you to be ready to eat anything at any time mm. um they would expect you to be interested in all aspects of one particular food and if they want to like talk about the minutiae of making something right. they expect that you're interested mm. Um, mm. so all of this like there's a huge uh, bunch of baggage that comes with that and that is what i have a problem with right. Right? right and so that kind of brings me to my point when i say i am not a foodie mm-hmm. that's what i mean i'm like i don't have i can't live up to any of those expectations uh, okay right? so so don't call me a foodie i like eating food i would go out of my way to eat some kind of food and i would write or talk about the food that i eat 
but I'm not a foodie. Mm. I know it, it's a bit confusing um, because it seems to be that, okay, that seems to take all the boxes for, to be a foodie. But having that label of a foodie is something that does not gel with me. That's not who I am. Interesting. Interesting. So, you know, let me say as somebody who um, did, uh, well, I, I suppose I'm a lapsed foodie, right, in a way. And and uh, several of the things that uh, you uh, called expectations that you don't want to fulfill from being a foodie, um, I like to think I used to fulfill mm-hmm. uh, once upon a time and even welcomed. Um, right. Now, in the time since, particularly the social media aspects of being a foodie um, sort of turned me off. I, I must have spent about five or ten years where, you know, I was that person that would go on a trip and photograph everything but forget to smell the flowers um i I was the guy that would go into a new restaurant and sort of you know be interested in writing a food review uh and photographing their best dishes uh more almost than i would enjoy my meal um but but that has since changed um and while i do consider myself to be somebody that uh, uh enjoys food just like you I don't particularly care whether somebody calls me a foodie or not because, uh, you know, uh, I I suppose you and I are agreed on one thing. If somebody wants to call themselves a foodie, they're very, very welcome to do it. We we are not, uh, you know, yucking their yum, so to speak. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Um, I I know people who call themselves foodies and I totally uh, get it. And I actually would like go ask them for recommendations or uh, information on how something is made. Because mm-hmm. I know that they actually know all of that. So that's perfectly all right. The problem comes when you, um, you know, you call yourself on your social media profiles, you call yourself a foodie. <laughs> and uh, then, yeah, that kind of takes over everything else and you don't do anything. I mean, and then you don't really do justice to it as well. Right. It's like right. it's like the social media, people calling themselves photographer on social media, Right. Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. Uh, Interesting. So, um, what would you call yourself then, if you wouldn't call yourself a foodie? So, so that's exactly my point. See, my uh, knowledge seeking or my expressing myself is not centered around food. Mm. If it were, then I would absolutely not mind the appellation at all. I would probably call myself a foodie, right? So, for example, if I know. I have a particular level of knowledge about some food, Hmm. right? Um, It's not because it is food. I have the same level of knowledge, for example, about the players around it, right? Or about the city in which it was made. So it's food is just part of the knowledge that I have. Interesting. So, uh, you know, whenever I um, (laughs) think about my own self descriptions right um a i i call myself a dumb fungal smell fungus at every opportunity <laughs> uh, listen to a prior episode to know what i'm talking about um but b the the one thing that i don't mind uh, being called is uh you know an epicure or or somebody that uh, has a tendency to really dive deep into trivia and wants to know more nuanced information about everything um which which is sort of 
uh, a gourmet but not for food but for information right i reckon right right so uh, do you think your rejection of the foodie appellation is simply because you have too many interests yes yes that that's a good way of putting it it's because i have many other interests as well but see that is that's my problem i can never aspire to uh, be a gourmet Mm. um simply like i said my i do not have a refined palate there are tastes between which you can distinguish which i cannot right right so i simply it's just like i cannot hear the difference between certain notes right and mm. um, so from that in that perspective it's uh, it's like a physical lacking that i have and i know that i can never be a gourmet right right i can i can do broad tastes but when it comes down to like the nitty gritty and the fine things i don't think i can and mm. that's where this whole thing is centered it's because i know uh, as personally that i cannot there's a certain level beyond which i cannot go and i refuse to call myself a foodie because of that so so you you're almost uh, thinking about the foodie appellation uh, as sort of an amateur's attempt at flaunting expertise is that yeah, fair yeah which you may or may not have and that is the whole problem so there are two levels of problems here right so what would it take for example for me to call myself a foodie right is that i'm able to actually get to that level where i can appreciate food like fine food on that level mm right uh, that's one thing and of course the second thing is not have it muddied by the whole social media meaning of what a foodie is right so mm. on both the levels i kind of like uh, i'm against that which is why i reject it on both the levels interesting all right so so let me attempt to summarize this um yeah uh, this went everywhere so i would be interesting to uh, listen to you try and summarize this all right so so you know very clearly what you're saying is you have a problem with being described as a foodie you don't mind if somebody else wants to describe themselves as a foodie right uh you think you don't want to describe yourself as a foodie because that assumes or presumes really that your life revolves around food and when actually food is just one of the many many things that you're really interested in absolutely so, you absolutely. know if, if anything there'll be a list of i don't know 30 adjectives that would need to go along with foodie to describe you um and then you know you you were saying you sort of um wonder at the real expertise of self described foodies uh, because you don't think they're all sort of almost worthy of that uh, uh, that title and you distinguish between the term foodie and the term gourmet but this is where this is where to me uh, you know let me uh, let me put on my uh, fancy glasses and appear scholastic and everything um, it it seems to me that you're almost treating the foodie title as something that requires specialization whereas perhaps we live in an age now where uh, having a passing interest and flaunting it suffices to get a title uh fair enough i mean that that's a fair uh point but here's the thing right like if you are like we started saying foodie is somewhere between glutton and gourmet hmm hmm it has to be on the journey between glutton and gourmet it right. cannot be the highest point you rise and then fall back to glutton agreed agreed so for me it is about that journey where you go from foodie to gourmet and if you are not on that journey you are really i mean 
it's it's not it's not fair to call yourself a foodie all right okay i think that nicely caps it uh, so thank you navin for bringing that up and let me also say uh, just to close copy luak couldn't really tell the difference from actual reasonably good coffee that hasn't been pooped by a civet cat <laughs> i'm i'm quite sure if we did like two mugs one of copy luak and one of something else i i don't think i can tell the difference No 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 right. no you can't so yeah all right so yeah neither of us is a foodie let's leave it at that <laughs> let's leave it at that thank you rishi for putting up with my rant today and for summarizing help no summarizing problem. so beautifully thank you for bringing it up Right, so for today's diversion, uh, Naveen, since we have talked about you hating the foodie handle, let me talk about my experience with Kopi Luwak. Uh, so, for for those who don't know, uh, Kopi Luwak is this uh, Indonesian coffee uh, where um, they actually feed the coffee beans as a part of the treatment to a bunch of civet cats who then. eat them uh, and poop them out so they get processed inside the civet cats bellies uh, it's the world's most expensive coffee uh, so i happened upon like a thimbleful of it because a friend of a friend got them some kopi luwak from indonesia and uh, this friend and colleague of mine katya knows i'm a Uh, coffee nut and so she gave me a little bit to try out so i brewed it at home um and uh, you know i've posted about it on my instagram so we'll we'll put a link to that uh, in the episode description here's the here's the thing right i, I made a huge elaborate um ceremony of it really where i uh, brewed it using this south indian brass uh, traditional filter uh, equipment that i got oh, i'm sure we will excommunicate you for that <laughs> putting civet <laughs> yeah, poop into it, it definitely yeah. needs to be uh, purified i think uh, <laughs> at at some grand temple uh, but then uh, you know i brewed it um, made a big deal of it drank it and sorry to report it was no different from any other good coffee i've had it was slightly strong i couldn't tell that it had been pooped out um but yeah there you go if you get a chance to drink a cup of coffee luwak don't worry it doesn't smell funny um but i didn't think it was worth the hype aha thank you for releasing me from that burden <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> Thank you for giving us a listen. We are the Banterman, Naveen and Rishi. Do check out our website banterman.com. We are available on your favorite podcasting platform and would really appreciate a like. Do subscribe if we've managed to intrigue you and please leave a rating and a review or more importantly your thoughts on anything we've discussed here today. We await your feedback and are happy to take any questions or ideas for future episodes.